0: Good morning. It is Wednesday. Um, the car getting going here. It was a little rainy yesterday morning, so from a safety standpoint, I decided not to do a podcast. Given my experiences from Monday, it uh, got a little uh, difficult to navigate, given how the rain was coming down and. It was just the safe thing to do. I mean, safety first, right? And it's not so much that this podcast is distracting. You all know that I pause when needed to uh, handle conditions on the road. Um, it just took more attention than normal given the uh, amount of road obstacles but I think you know safety being the priority is something that you know as time goes on and safe conditions exist um you know the guard kind of comes down and, and unfortunately takes a uh an event or near near miss to cause safety to be going again so um I'm gonna practice what we're trying to preach um then uh was a good move for me the other day to uh to to halt the podcast and, and uh get to work safely. So I didn't make it safe. I made it safe yesterday and the weather is looking better um today. So um you know, that's good. Anyway, speaking of safety, um you know, uh why it's kind of an important topic is we're really pushing on safety again and you know, uh you, making sure that we're correcting behaviors and being really on top of it because it definitely feels like in our in our COVID times we really focused on COVID uh, you know, protocols but some of our other safety uh, things that we needed to be more cognizant and aware of have kind of started to slide a little bit so Back into re emphasizing things. There's certain things that we've done that uh, have arguably uh, caused some situations to be less safe. Uh, the one I think about the most is one we require hearing protection on our production floor. If you're out there working, uh, passing through is, is okay to not. Um, but if you're out there working for a sustained amount of time, you need to have earplugs in or other hearing protection Uh, however for um you know our COVID-19 because of the conditions and how uncomfortable things have been we have said that uh, we will allow people to play music uh, not on earbuds or anything like that, earphones but through little portable radio devices well um that has kind of turned into uh, a battle of the boomboxes, where people are starting to bring in bigger and bigger music device players, The music is getting louder and louder, and it's, it's one, causing distraction, two, we get people that play, you know, inappropriate music for work, and trying to police that. Um, It it takes effort and takes away from focusing on other things. But um, my feeling is that the music causes people to be a little more lax in the work that they're doing. And that opens us up for opportunities for um, creating an environment where um, safety is not necessarily the focus it also leads to people not wearing their um, if they do get asked about music um, it's pretty tough to hear music at the level that we're uh, prescribing um, when you have your uh, earplugs in so if you have earplugs in um, and you can't hear the music well the natural thing is to want to take out the earplugs hey I can't hear it I'll take my earplugs out and I'll work without earplugs well when you do that now exposing yourself to unsafe noise levels and uh, could lead in a a hearing that is now affected. Uh, So, overall I think while music has been good for the morale, um, as it's been cooling down and we're getting kind of used to this new normal. My take is to to stop with the music. Uh, Personally, I find it distracting as I walk through the factory and I'm trying to talk to people, uh, as I'm uh, even trying to get work done in the the office areas as it kind of leaks through. Uh, So, my preference is to not allow it any longer just don't see the the pros outweighing the cons of having the music Um, but there's people that are going to complain the general kind of quick poll from our frontline leaders is that most of them are are good with it, the ones that have uh, folks with behavior problems um, are the ones that are hesitant for us to make that move Um, and and I, I can understand uh, if that's the, the reasoning uh, but yeah, I mean, we gotta keep the workplace safe uh, we, we gotta do whatever we can to keep things safe uh, if not having music is gonna prevent someone from working there then uh, I feel like we're one of the better employers in town as far as how we take care of people and uh more than welcome to go see what their options are uh, but if, if they are okay with not being safe, uh, I'm not okay with that so uh, that's kind of my take there um, another thing kind of been battling um, you know our, our kind of uh, decree is that our manufacturing engineering team will be owners of our value streams um, kind of like a value stream manager, and with that ownership uh, comes the responsibility of the performance of the line. Um, I don't think our manufacturing engineering team has really understood that message and understood that requirement um, because there's a lot of pushback on well, a lot of things, but a lot of pushback on that. Um, and you know, I was asked to uh, reinforce the message this week. Every day, having different discussions and try to help reinforce that message. Uh, Pretty much the pushback is no, (laughs) Uh, we don't. (laughs) And uh, I can't possibly see this turning out uh, favorable uh, if if it were to uh, not uh, be accepted. But uh, a great example is yesterday we had challenges on on all of our value streams, and uh, I asked. Assigned manufacturing engineer, hey, do you know what's going on here? Oh, no, I don't. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to know, uh, and not just kind of react to it, you know, the next day, um, but you know, be kind of more, more proactive in, in the ownership. Um, like, yeah, I'll, I'll review it at the end of the week. Well, it's too late. We're having to review the performance looking at the rearview mirror. I mean, we've already missed out on on achieving the goals that we needed to achieve and for other days during the week. I mean, so I'm really struggling to try to deliver this message and make sure that it's it's understood that the role the of manufacturing engineer at our company is not just working on designing workstations, uh, coming up with standard work, It's being kind of one of the, the first lines of defense with our um, with our uh, op, our, our frontline leaders, you know, helping them understand the challenges they're facing um, and making sure that they're uh, able to achieve their goals and help them navigate through that, if they're not able to do that, then, um, like, I don't see us, one, getting more people on the team that'll help us do that, or, and two, I don't, I don't see us being successful, uh, yesterday, that, you know, one of the problems was, uh, we didn't have parts available to the team due to a miscommunication, and so, uh, there's all kinds of things that that as that was happening and unfolding um could have been done to try to um, you know not make it hurt so bad but, but also think about if this if we ever get in this situation again which is likely given the the performance of you know some of our our areas um it is very likely that we could end up in a situation like this again Uh and so if we come up with different game plans on how we can be flexible on how we can recover from adverse events or just talk through what happened and if there's any way to become more flexible um you know uh that'll help us so in this case because we didn't have one set of parts we had to move to a different point on our schedule and the the internal supplier wasn't ready to uh, start making that material um so, if we went and we looked at that internal supplier, or internal suppliers, because there was multiple that weren't ready, um, you know, and, and start to brainstorm, how can we add flexibility to the business? I mean, they weren't the root cause of this problem, right? Like the root cause was somewhere else, but if we say, hey, you know what? We have some uh, some risk in these other areas, what can we do to help trying to mitigate that risk. Hey, manufacturing engineering, do you see a way that we could, you know, um, get some burst capacity over here or some uh, flexible capacity um, when we have to kind of like rapidly change over to a different model that, you know, we weren't expecting to build today? Um, I mean, just having that flexibility, especially in the type of company that we are, where we don't have really well-known demand. I mean, you know, we still don't know what we're going to build to finish out this month, for example. Um, we know we're going to build something, but we can't tell you exactly what it is yet. Um, so, I just feel like, uh, you know, that's that's one thing. Um, day before, uh, we had really high work content units that were sandwiched uh, between uh, some very low work content units and so um, the line wasn't really running the way the line is designed to be running Um, and you know the the excuse was well we had complicated units and kind of my challenge to that was well just because you have complicated units doesn't mean the line should be any different I thought you time and plan the line based around running these complicated units. So uh, it was well we didn't get fed the material or we didn't get the units scheduled the way that we designed the line to have them scheduled. Okay, if you're designing the line, you need to tell um, you know, the the folks that do the scheduling that this is the way they need to come to the line. Uh, Or if the line needs to run at a different pace during that say that, yeah, when we run these complicated units, the line is going to run slower. That's the way we we designed it because we don't get them very often. Um, just kind of like the, the attitude is we're going to reflect on things after they happen, but then we're not really ever going to do anything about it. Um, and that's what makes me really angry is that there's no, like, there's no urgency, but there's no willingness to try something different. It's like, uh, you know, the the leader of that, that group just wants everything to be controlled and confined and contained so perfectly, you know, I, I kind of got on this case yesterday saying, you know, it's like he wants to have, like, everything served up on a platter for him, uh, you know, so he just has to put a little bow on it and uh, doesn't have to do anything, you know, uh, it's just really making me frustrated that, uh, you know, we... Some of our our roadblocks to success are based off of, you know, uh, really stupid little things. So, sorry I'm ranting a little bit, but it's just been frustrating dealing with, uh, you know, this lack of... um, This inaction, this inactivity, this just... I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Um, you know, but it's like saying uh, I feel like it's like a, you know, the cliche actor where uh, you know my trailer wasn't perfect, so I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> and so it's just frustrating to uh, to kind of handle that. But just trying to get the message like this is what this function owns in this in this business. Uh, you know. Period. <laughs> um, here's why. Here's why this is important. Um, you know, kind of what else do you need to, to comprehend that? Um, so, you know, I, I see it as they designed the race car. Uh, you know, this is, this is how... This is the car. This is, you know, what kind of track it's meant for. This is how it's supposed to be driven. This is the gasoline it needs. This is the type of tires it takes. Um, and so, um, our operations managers, they're responsible for, um, making sure we got the, the right people, that they're trained, that they're doing the right behaviors. Um, and then our materials team is making sure that, you know, um, uh, that we're getting the right gas, that we're getting the right wheels, um, you know, when we need them and so on. And, uh, I was, I was listening to uh, one of my books where they're talking about formula one teams and the formula one race car teams monitor like thousands of data points on the car during practice and during the race and they will make adjustments and tweaks as the race is going on um you know is the car being driven the way it was designed um you know do we is it tuned correctly do we need to change anything And that's, that's, I guess, the approach that, that I, I'm looking for manufacturing engineers to take, uh, rather than, um, Hey, after the race is over, what do we need to do different next time? While that's important, um, there's things we need to be doing while the race is going on. Um, and, and that's what I'm getting to. Anyway, I've been sitting here for a couple minutes finishing that thought. Um, I didn't even really want to talk about that today. Just didn't want to get myself all riled up before work but um anyway hope you have a great day talk to you next time